Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is a son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. My God, well, we've come to the time that we've been waiting for. We saw our pastor on the screen, but those who are here, our pastor is in the house today. Stand to your feet and help me to welcome and to celebrate the very son of Bishop Doug Hayward Mills, our own pastor and shepherd, Bishop Napoleon Essien. Hallelujah. Oh, I can feel you. Hallelujah. Amen the men and amen the ladies. What an international church. Amen. You are looking very beautiful and wonderful. And I think that God is also an international God. Amen. God is not a tribal God. It's an international God. So we thank God for the diversity, the different uh, languages and the different tribes and the different ethnicities that and the nationalities that God has brought us together to worship this international God. And we are grateful and we are thankful for what he is doing in our lives. Amen. If God has not found any reason to kill us, then it means there's something he has for us to do. Because the unprofitable servant, when he did not use his talents, he said, take it and let him come home. Another rich man whose ground bore plentifully and he was so foolish, he couldn't be rich towards God. And he said, my soul, you have many goods laid up in store for you. Take thy ease, eat and be merry. Bible said that same night, God said, Thou fool, this night your soul is being called a roll call in heaven. Come and let's have a meeting and we will see whose would those goods that you have provided be. So it is, look at what is happening. People who are strong wearing masks are dying and having all sorts of complications. And you without, some of you, you have not been able to buy vitamin C with zinc and all that. You are just moving. People have coughed on you. They have sneezing on your face. You don't wash your hands properly. Sometimes after you are eating, you feel that there's something even wrong with what you have eaten. Still, you are strong and moving on. God must have a reason. I said, God must have a reason. Yeah, because if the reason is maintained, the season will be prolonged. Yeah, may we maintain the reason for which He has kept us, protected us, and preserved us. Lift your hands and let's pray. Father, we thank you. We bless you, Lord. We bless you. Oh, you are a good. 
God, on this International Sunday, Father, we are thanking you and blessing you for your goodness, your protection, and your covering. Lord of God, we say, to you alone be the glory and to you alone be the honor. Moshe, everybody lift your hands and speak in tongues for just about a minute, a minute or so. Masha Kabalababi. Oh yes, Lord. Oh yes, Lord. Oh yes, all my life you've been faithful. All my life you've been faithful. Oh yes, Lord. Moshando, Riande, Lima, Kota. Somebody lift your hands and oh say thank you to the Lord. Father, we come before you. Oh yes, sing it. Father, we are thanking you. We are blessed. Oh yes, oh yes. with us thank you for your mercies and thank you for your grace and thank you for your forgiveness that qualifies us to be here father thank you that for a good reason you have kept us you have provided for us you have given us where to sleep what to eat what to wear father thank you from March to now some of us who even lost our jobs we never went to bed without eating somehow you provided and we say thank you we say thank you for life itself is better than the meat we call for and the flesh our bodies are better than the clothes we are looking for father you said if you clothe the lilies of the valley and the bears of the air how much more we you will do better for us than what you do for the lilies in the valley and for the bears of the air. Father, we thank you and we bless you. This afternoon, we say, have your way and let your will be done. We pray, oh God, that your spirit will grant us understanding in your word. May we not be the same because we came. Holy Spirit of God, we thank you. We love you. Oh yes, we worship you for your presence. Lord Jesus, we adore you. In Jesus' mighty name. And all the saints shall shout and say, Amen. Hallelujah. Please be seated in the auditorium. And those who are already sitting in the home, maybe you should stand for just some two minutes. You cannot cheat us. Be standing. Please uh, be standing for some time. 
Okay, before. Because as you were standing, you were on your bed and wearing your gloves like a boxer. But I think that you should stand for some time. Hallelujah. Well, you are most welcome again to the part two. Amen. This is part two of 2020. <laughs> 2020 part two you are most welcome hallelujah you see it's just like a movie that you are watching the first portion is finished this is the uh, season two episode two yeah and we thank god and we are grateful for bringing us together amen i'm told that there are more um in our local videos there are more there about so after the preaching we are going to screen it to see the other ones what do you think all right that's beautiful but we've been sharing and we've been talking about those of you how many of us saw us on your small uh, phone and your television talking about the apostles creed the apostles creed we want to continue okay can we say it together look those of you who have come i'm sure you are better than those who were with me so i need you to help me when you were not here those who were coming did not help me anytime we said we should say the apostles creed they were just mumbling something it did not work but i thank god that you are here okay so can we say together the apostles creed maker of heaven and earth and in jesus christ his son our lord who was conceived by the holy ghost born of the virgin mary suffered under pontius pilate was crucified dead and buried he descended into hell the third day he rose again from the dead he ascended into heaven and seated on the right hand of god the father almighty from thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead i believe in the holy ghost in the holy catholic church in the communion of the saints the forgiveness of sins the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting amen oh put your hands together wow i told you <laughs> those who are here with me you have seen you see the actual members have come <laughs> i think that they have come to support you to see it yeah because when they were not here your voice were a bit low yeah but now because they are here i can hear your voice put your hands together also put your hands together when they were not here you were the one who kept my company hallelujah so on this international sunday i want to say thank you for being part and coming along amen so we intend to continue with the apostles creed if you want to see where it is it's in our father's book name it claim it and take it chapter 4 go and see it is uh, it is there amen okay so what is the apostles creed so we have been talking about faith 
we have been talking about faith and we got to a place where we were dealing with confessions that as a Christian there are confessions that you need to make yes faith loves confession are you here yeah you don't just believe in things whatever you believe in you need to confess it until you confess it whatever you believe in it is not happening are you here so one of the ways to have what you say or what you believe is to confess it you can be in love with somebody when you see the person you'll be dying and the love is inside your heart doing you bring and if you don't tell the person if you don't tell the person what is happening to you anytime you saw her you will be there and you have an invitation card to go for her wedding and your heart will be broken you see you'll be there you'll be marking time and when you see the person you see that your leg will be shaking and you are not saying anything it is true you love her but because you have not said it she wouldn't know and before you notice somebody has come from somewhere and those of you who say that when we say that uh, what about this oh, uh, pastor is my friend you want to marry your enemy you want to marry your friend or your enemy have you thought about this your friend so oh, pastor is oh, my friend so you don't want to marry your friend you want to confess it say it because i want to officiate many weddings may your wedding take place very soon in the name of jesus so we have different kinds of confession confession of our sins bible says it's faithful and just when we confess our sins he will forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness and the bible says that to be born again you don't confess your sins you confess jesus romans chapter 10 verse number 9 and 10 if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the lord jesus and that god has raised him from the dead thou shalt be saved then he gives he gives the reason why when you confess you become saved okay so that is the general principle that when you believe in something you need to confess it say if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the lord jesus and shall believe in your hearts that god has raised him from the dead you shall be saved then he says why because for for with the hearts you believe unto righteousness so anytime you believe in something what god has said you become righteous and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation all that's that is specific one for salvation so confession is made with the mouth unto salvation for specifically when you want to be saved but when it is general you believe with the heart to become righteous or to have it and confession is made to possess it so confession is what causes you to possess do, do you understand so the salvation that you believe in your heart that god has raised jesus from the dead you need to confess it before that salvation will be yours are you here so you believe that by his stripes you are healed 
it is true but so you confess it your healing will not take place you believe that you are the head and not the tail it is true but so you confess it it is not going to come so we see the two way by which things happen you believe with your heart and you confess with your mouth in order to obtain hallelujah then we have another confession that brings healing he said confess your fault to one another that you may be healed yeah so when you have done something against your friend and you have prayed to god for forgiveness still you may not feel good about what you did but confessing to somebody will bring healing or that your secret sin that nobody knows about is not going to stop until you go and confess to somebody that see, do you know that me all of all people <laughs> you need to go and confess it to your sister somebody who is not an outlet who doesn't work with cnn who is not with bbc who is not with uh, news 24 when you confess it to the person okay yeah the bad things that you've been doing you'll be surprised that that will be the end of it but the reason why can i tell you something will you keep it secrecy secrecy keeping things secret secrecy is the fertilizer for sin secrecy causes sin to flourish yeah it's a manure that causes sin to do very well so if you don't want the sins you are into a flourish and bear a lot of fruit you confess it hallelujah and the next confession we come to is the confession of our faith in hebrew chapter 10 verse number 25 we know a scripture the bible says by ye what hebrews chap chapter 10 25 he said don't forsake the gathering of yourself together as the manner of some is yeah but we should come together in a meeting as we see the time what approaching this is just one but before that he begins to talk about as we see jesus christ coming one of the things we should do is to hold fast our confession are you there in 23 bible says, let us hold fast the profession or the confession of our faith without wavering for he is faithful that promise so bible said we should hold fast our what confession or profession is the same word amen so as you are here what is it that you profess what is our confession what is the confession of our faith what do you believe in what do we believe in as christians it doesn't matter whether you are an anglican you are a methodist or you are in roman catholic once you use the bible and you believe uh, in, in jesus christ there is something that we all yeah you may start your church with praises before worship or testimony before but it doesn't matter the order there's something we all believe in okay that's what the bible calls the whole church as the body of christ bible says that jesus is the head of the church and the body is all the different churches 
Lighthouse, Pentecost, Anglican, Wesley, all of it come together to form the body. So maybe uh, a Roman Catholic may be just the uh, neck or something. The Methodist may be the arm. Different parts, we all come together. So what do we believe in as the body of Christ? That is what we call the summary of what we believe in. The summary of the confession or the profession of our faith is what we call the Apostles' Creed or the articles of the faith. And there are only 12 of them, 12 articles of the faith. Amen. And we have just said it and we've been uh, doing it for some time and today we want to go to Article 6. Is that not it? Yeah. So the first article says, what is the first article? I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. Article 2. And in Jesus Christ, his, his only, only, not holy, only one, the only, yeah, not holy, so he's holy, but this one we are not saying is... <laughs> Maybe you want to say his holy only son. <laughs> yeah. And in Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord. Amen. Very important. Get the message listening to why we say the Lord Jesus Christ is our Lord. If you don't know it, get the message. Article 3. Yes. Who was conceived by the Holy Ghost and born of the Virgin Mary. Article 4 suffered under Pontius Pilate was crucified dead and buried article 5 he descended mm -hmm. hey article 5 he descended into into descended into hell and the third day he rose again from the dead Today, Article 6. He ascended. Mm -hmm. Okay. Fantastic. So that's what we are doing today, Article 6. So instead of saying that he, we want to uh, say he is a pronoun referring to Jesus. Is that not it? So we want to say Jesus ascended into heaven. And seated at the right hand of God. Okay? Let's keep it that short. We want to continue, but uh, we will not have space. Or you can say the full one. Jesus ascended into heaven and sat at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. Okay. So that's article. So Jesus ascended into heaven sat at the right hand of God. Amen. All right, so it's very important. This is very important. We are Christians because of also heaven. Bible says that Jesus ascended into heaven. Amen. And he sat at the right hand of God the Father Almighty, who will come to judge the quick and the dead. We will not add that portion. So in in, in the Bible, we notice that there is a place called heaven. There is a place called heaven. 
So when you are a Christian, you are not a Christian to just be here. You need to understand why you are even a Christian. The earth was made for man, but something happened to the plan of God. God did not make man to be sick. God did not make man and subjected man to death. But the plan of God was changed because man went wayward. The devil deceived Adam and Eve in the garden. That changed the plan of God. If God had made us with the uh, I mean, plan that we were going to die, that would have been an unfortunate plan. But the day that God created man and everything, he said to him that, look, everything you can eat, be happy. But the day you will eat of this fruit that I have put here, that day you will die. Are you here? And what happened is what brought about death. Adam and Eve became disobedient to God. Okay, and it changed the whole plan that God had for man. So God had to find a way to rescue us. And God had to send his son, Jesus Christ. That is why when you read the Bible, you notice that Jesus himself spoke about the father. He taught that he is not from earth. He came. That's why we sing that song. He came from heaven to earth to show the way. From the earth to the cross, my death to pay. From the cross to the grave, from the grave to the skies, Lord, I lift your name on high. He came from heaven to earth just to show us the way. That is what Jesus is. So when he finished, look, if you have gone, when you go to work, when you go to work, do you stay at work? Can you come home? So when we talk about the fact that he ascended into heaven, that is where he was. So when he came and finished, he had to return to where he was. Hallelujah. So Jesus was in heaven before he came. In First John chapter 5 verse number uh, 7, Bible says there are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. So the Word was in heaven. You see, there are not only three people in heaven. There are angels, archangels, and all that. But why is the Bible saying that there are three that bear record in heaven? It's talking about the three people that are not created. It's talking about God, the one that is not created, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. These three were not created. All the rest, the archangels, and they are all created. Hallelujah. So Jesus Christ came from heaven to earth to show the way to die and to deliver us. And when he finished, how to go. Hallelujah. So we are talking about the fact that Jesus Christ ascended into heaven. Amen. And is set now at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. Hallelujah. Where is heaven? Heaven is a spiritual destination. Heaven is a place, the seat of God. Heaven is where God is. Amen. And we are men. And God created the earth for us. So why did Jesus come to earth? Because something that he created, it's just like you don't stay in your farm. You have a farm or you have your, you don't stay, but if something is wrong, you go and sort it and you come back. 
Is that not it? Yeah, heaven is God's home. Heaven is where God sits. Heaven is where God is. And it's a spiritual destination. You know, we are made of a physical matter. There is a physical body like we are here, you can see. And in the spiritual, there's also a spiritual body, which is totally different from the, the one we are having. That's why Paul wrote and said that there's a, a spiritual body. Many of us, all we know is this physical matter. That is why when Jesus resurrected with the glorified body, he had a, a, a kind of body, okay, that was also different from this body that we are having. A body that can go through war. Can you believe it? Yeah. And that body is also different from the spiritual bodies that they had. Because where they are, yes. Where they are, they did not need this uh, physical body. They, they are spirit. That's why when you go, Paul said, look, he said he was in heaven. And whether out of his body or he can't tell. Because he noticed that the spirit also has body. He noticed that the spirit also, so your spirit is not going to be like air. Uh, uh, you think that you'll be like air uh, floating. No. You better organize your salvation properly. Because when we, we cross over to heaven, I will see you and you will see me. Yeah. How did the rich man see Lazarus? How did he see Father Abraham? It was not a thin air in a balloon that was floating somewhere. It was an actual human being. Amen. So don't think that when you die, then you it's over. No, your spirit continues. Yeah, the one inside you is created like man, has everything like you. Amen. And Bible says, Jesus, when he died, he rose again from the dead on the third day, and he had to go back. Hallelujah. That is to even show you. I mean, that is one of the fantastic proof. It's too fantastic that he, he had to overcome the laws of abstract flotation, gravity. The man went to heaven like that. He went to heaven. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yeah. He ascended into heaven. Before that, John the Baptist... John the Baptist spoke about it. He said, Jesus is from above. And all of us, we are from beneath. Look at it in John chapter 3. Um, I love it too. John chapter 3. So, the first thing we are learning is that John the Baptist taught that Jesus is from above. And we humans, we are from the earth. John chapter 3, I'm reading from verse number 31 to 36. It's a very short message and we'll be out of here. It has very few points. Are you there? He that cometh from above is above all. He that is of the earth is earthly and speaketh of the earth. He that cometh from heaven is above all. He was talking about Jesus. He said, he that is coming from above is above all. And he that is of the earth is earthly. And he speaketh of the earth. He that cometh from heaven is above all. 32. And what he has seen and heard, that, it, that he testified, and no man received his testimony. 
he that has received his testimony has said to his seal that God is true. For he whom God has sent speaketh the words of God. For God giveth not the spirit by measure unto him. The father loveth the son, and he has given all things unto his hand. He has he that believeth on the son has everlasting life. And he that believeth not the son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abided on him. Hallelujah. So this is John the Baptist. He was preaching. Nobody even uh, has heard about the father. Somebody has come. Everybody thought that we are all from here. You see, if not, then we will have to say that why are other people also not uh, uh, flying to heaven? They are not from above. You are from here. So even when we die, listen to this very carefully because we are going to go there. When we come to the resurrection of the body, we'll do all that. When you die, it is not the kind of body that Jesus went to heaven that you take to heaven. When you die, your spirit is the one that goes. Then at the rapture, at the rapture, your spirit will be brought back to be brought back to come and have a glorified and changed body. Hallelujah. Yeah. Because that is the kind of body. That's why the Bible says that we will all not die but we shall be changed. Even if you are not dead, this body will have to change. Corruption will have to put on incorruption and mortality should put on immortality so that death will not have control over this any longer. Hallelujah. Not only that. I'm trying. Not only that. Number two, Jesus himself taught about where he came from and that he will return. We are talking about the article 6. Jesus ascended into heaven and he sat at the right hand. Jesus himself taught, taught people that he came from above. He came from heaven and he will be returning. In John chapter 14, verse number 1. How many remember John chapter 14? Yeah. It's a very nice scripture that everybody needs to know. It will encourage you to serve God well. I'm reading from the King James. It says, Let not your hearts be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where am I? there ye may be also. Hallelujah. Verse number five. And whither I go, ye know, and the way you, you know. Five. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Seven, if you had known me, you should have known my father also. And from henceforth, ye know him and have seen him. Hallelujah. So Jesus taught that 
he is from heaven and he will be returning. Can you believe it? I mean, how many people can speak like that? If you are not from heaven, I mean, you cannot talk like that. But as he was moving about it, John the Baptist bought testimony. He said, this guy is not from here. He's from above. And he's above all. And he himself told that, look, I came to sort out things and I need to go back again. And where I'm going, you cannot come back. After that, you will come. Then Thomas said, that, ah, but we don't know where you are going. How can we come? He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. If you follow me, you will come to where I'm, I'm going. Hallelujah. Then another disciple, Philip, he said that you show us the Father and it will suffice. He said, ah, what are you talking about? Have you been so long with me and you don't know? If you have seen me, you have seen the Father. Hallelujah. Look at it. Um, again, number three. All the apostles confirm the departure of Jesus to heaven. The apostles confirm in Acts chapter 1 verse number 8 to 11. How many remember Acts chapter 1 verse 8? When Jesus, the last words of Jesus, when he was about to go, that's what he said to them. You will receive power. They were discussing whether he will restore the kingdom unto Israel and all that. Political questions. And Jesus said, look, you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you'll be witnesses unto me in both Jerusalem, in Judea, Samaria, and unto the outermost parts of the earth. Amen. Verse number nine, he said, and when he has spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, hallelujah, and clouds, and cloud received him out of their sight. Ten, and while they looked steadfastly towards heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven. Hallelujah. Taken from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven hallelujah he said look the same way that he was taken that is why you don't need to be deceived if anybody tell you that there's a chinese jesus or there is a, a filipino jesus or spanish yeah egyptian jesus has come no the the two men the angel told them the way he went is the way he will come hallelujah I said, the way he went is the way he will come. There is no Jesus in any quarters. If you just read your Bible, you will notice that you will not be deceived. Hallelujah. I'm talking about he ascended into heaven. Jesus is in heaven. Hallelujah. On the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. Why on the right hand? The right hand is a, a figurative speech that denotes majesty. That denotes power. That denotes splendor. That denotes authority. That Jesus is not at the base in heaven. He is not a cleaner in heaven. <laughs> he is not a schoolboy in heaven. He is sitting at the right hand. Hallelujah. He has authority. He is the Lord. Amen. You may not know how important it is. 
for the Bible to say that he is not sitting on the left, but he said that on the right. If you remember, the, the Mrs. Zebedee came to Jesus and he told Jesus that if you let John and James one sit on your left and one sit on your right, and Jesus said, What you are saying? You don't know what you are saying. So, whether you are on the left or the right is very important. If you remember, when Joseph and Jacob also confirmed that the right hand is different from the left hand. Because when he was blessing Ephraim and Manasseh, the, Joseph wanted the right hand to be on a specific head. And J Jacob said, no, 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 no. The right hand. Jesus is seated at the right hand. Hallelujah! Our Lord and Savior. He has all the authority. That is why in, in, in uh, Matthew chapter 28, when he says, all power, all power on earth, under the earth in heaven is given unto me. Say, go, and I will be with you. We are talking about the Father is seated on the right hand. If he's not on the authority, doesn't have all power, then he wouldn't have been on the right hand. Hallelujah. Oh, I, I love it. I don't know about you, but I love I love where my Lord is. Amen. I'm trying. And the ascension. So we've done three already. It's left with just one or two, then we'll be out of here. So John the Baptist spoke about, taught about the fact that Jesus came from heaven and we are from earth. And Jesus himself also uh, taught about the fact that he came from heaven and he will be returning. Number three, all the apostles confirm the departure of Jesus into heaven. Amen. Luke also confirmed it. In Luke chapter 24, look at verse number 51. Luke chapter 24, verse number 51. Is it in your Bible? Okay. Are you there? All right. Alright. Okay. And it came to pass why he blessed them. Are you there? Why he blessed them. He, wo he was parted from them and carried up into heaven. Amen. Fantastic. Bible said as Jesus was blessing them. Another uh, version of the Bible said he lifted his hand and as he was blessing them was received into the clouds. So the apostle bear witness that Jesus was taken up and for the position it's very important for us to know that where jesus is that is what makes him the lord and makes him our lord and we are able to pray to him and through him to receive our uh, uh, answers number one the ascension and position of jesus the first thing we learn over here is that even before jesus came long before he came david the psalmist prophesied in Psalm 110, he saw it. Psalm 110, verse number one. The Bible says, And the Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou at the right hand until I make thy enemies thy footstool. Amen. Can you believe somebody who was not born? 
And I mean, the psalmist saw it, saw into the future that he is not going to be sitting on the left or he's not going to be an ordinary person, but he's going to be on the right hand. Hallelujah. Has authority and has all power and is the Lord. Number two, Mark also testify. Mark also testify. Mark chapter 16, verse number 19. I told you today is International Sunday. We'll be going very soon. Mark chapter 16, verse number 19. How many remember Mark chapter 16? That's the last chapter. When you read from verse number 15, when Jesus began to tell them, Go ye into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, and he that believeth shall be damned. And these signs shall follow. You know, it is the same thing, but different people recorded it differently. Do you remember that in Acts, the lifting, the ascension of Jesus was also after Acts chapter 1 verse 8. How he said to them, you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You will be my witnesses. But this is how Mark recorded it. He said, this is what Jesus said. He said, this sign shall follow you. You see, everyone, even as I'm preaching, if I ask you now to summarize what I have said, uh, uh, <laughs> depending on the school you have been to, depending on your vocabulary and the words that you can spell. Sometimes even you heard the right word, but you can't spell it, so you change it to the one you can spell. How many understand what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. So you can see that the apostles, they capture it. The essence of it in Acts is captured that this is what he said that you shall receive power. Do you understand? And when you look at Mark, what he's talking about is also power. In other words, the power is what will make you cast out demons. This sign shall follow them that believe in my name. They will cast out demons, they will speak with new tongues, they will lay hands on the sick, they will recover. And if they drink any deadly thing, as for the art, he just summarized it. That all we are talking about is that power, a certain power will come upon you and you'll be able to. Do you understand? But Mark was interested in listing what the power is for. The power to speak in tongues and all that. Then, right from verse number where are we? Verse number 18. Okay. Verse number 19. So then, after, after the Lord has spoken unto them, he was received into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. Hallelujah. And sat on the right hand of God. Third one, the third person who gave us a testimony where Jesus is sit, sitting is uh, yours truly. Stephen. Stephen. Yeah, Stephen, when he was being stoned and he was about to die, we see that in Acts chapter 7. I told you we are just about to close. Acts chapter 7, I'm reading from verse number 55 and 56. If there were time, I would have loved to read more. All right. 
Look at the 54. As uh, Peter uh, Stephen was preaching, the word was piercing the people. You know, it, do you know that, don't tell anybody I told you this. Do you know that in this world, it's very dangerous to say the truth? If you say the truth, truth, the, the, the unadulterated truth, hmm. if you say the truth and you are not strong in, the, in, in God, you, they will finish you. Yeah, look at Jesus. When he said the truth, within 33 years, they have finished with it. The people don't like the truth too. Even at your office, when you say the truth, but let me tell you something. Continue saying the truth. Hallelujah. Yeah, it is better than telling lies. Yeah. And when they, uh, Stephen was telling them the truth, they got even angry. And they said, let's finish him. Nobody will be able to finish it because of the truth. In the name of Jesus. May the Lord rise and defend us wherever we are and doing the right things. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. The world has become so poor, so evil that it's not easy to be godly. How many can say that it's easy to be an unbeliever? It's like it's allowed. When you are a Christian in an office, it's not easy for you. If you drink and you smoke, it's like, oh, you are welcome. When you are the right kind of person, it's like, who is this guy? But let's stay good to what God has taught us. Hallelujah. When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart and they nudged on him with their teeth. Mm, mm, mm. But he being full of the Holy Ghost looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! So Jesus, Stephen confirms, you know, the apostles, they Confirm Jesus going to heaven. But Stephen confirms that he's there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Stephen confirms that, look, as they were stoning him, he saw the heavens open and Jesus had arrived already and was standing on the right hand and listening to this and said, behold, I see the heavens open and the son of man standing on the right hand of God. Then they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and ran upon him with one accord and cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at, the, at a young man's feet whose name was Saul. And they stoned Stephen, calling upon God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Hallelujah. And he kneeled down and cried with a loud voice, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. And when he has said this, he fell asleep. Hallelujah. Now, listen to this. It's just a simple logic I want to bring to your attention. If you are dying, they are stoning you to die. It will have to take something extra. It will have to take something extra for you not to say what is important. 
you are dying. They are stoning you. know you are coming to die. And the last prayer he prayed is, Lord Jesus, don't lay. I mean, it could only be, it could only be by the Spirit of God. It could, the pain he was enduring. You see, the Spirit that was upon Jesus when he was dying, the same Spirit came over Stephen. How he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Is the same. It can only be by the Spirit of God that somebody is killing you and you're asking for forgiveness. As he's killing you, please forgive him. For, hey, you need to be a, a, a certain way. If you, are, you don't have the Spirit of God, you will curse the person. And if you are dying, is it time for you to tell a lie? No, 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 no. It's not time to tell a lie. No. He saw the heaven open and Jesus standing on the right hand of God and said, I see the heaven open and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God and with courage and with joy and with a certain uh, faith. He said, Lord Jesus, I receive my spirit. But before I come, please, what they are doing, don't lay it against their charge. Forgive them. Hallelujah. Stephen confirmed that Jesus is set on the right hand of God. Hallelujah! Now you know that if you don't have any friend uh, or relation or anyone in abroad, you shouldn't expect a dollar. You need to stay with your run. Are you here? Yeah. That is what makes us so joyful. We have Jesus in heaven. Hallelujah. Our Jesus is not in a grave. He is in heaven. Hallelujah. That is why we can expect that heavens will speak on our behalf. That is why we are so bold in serving and doing whatever he says we should do. Because we have an intercessor, an advocate, somebody who can speak, who is touched with our infirmity, who has been through what we are going through, who understands what it means to be hungry, who understands what it, it feels like fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, who understands when you don't have money for, 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 for a taxi and the in-drive you cannot afford. And as for the Uber and the testify, it's too expensive for you. Because the only time Jesus took a Uber, which he did not even pay, was his last day going to Jerusalem. That was when he said that, look, the Uber driver, tell the Uber driver to come with his. And Bible said, the court and the ass, he said that when anybody asks you, you tell that the master has need. Hallelujah. And that car was not even nice. He had to uh, uh, cover it, clean the sea before he sat on, on, in it. So Jesus understands. Hallelujah. He is in heaven, but he understands that when you have no eating, you need to work. When you have no eating, you are not working and you have to fast. It's not like you love God, but it's like, uh, uh, do you understand? Hardship in this fasting. Yeah, some of us, we became spiritual due to the hardship. <laughs> because if you wanted to break the father, there was nothing to break anyway. <laughs> he understands. Hallelujah. I'm talking about he ascended into heaven. 
we have somebody who is it that's why i'm saying that if you don't have anybody in europe in abroad don't expect anything from there yeah that is why we me and you we can say that psalms with confidence that i will lift my eyes onto the heavens oh i will lift my eyes onto the hills from whence cometh my help my help cometh from the lord oh the keeper of israel he will never sleep nor slumber hallelujah the sun shall not smite thee by day nor the moon by night hallelujah we have an intercessor we have an advocate we have somebody oh who sits on the right hand it's not just a small boy in heaven all power in heaven on earth and on the earth is given unto him that at the name of jesus every knee shall bow of the things in heaven of the things on earth and of the things under the earth i'm talking about jesus christ our lord who is ascended into heaven hallelujah that is why we have this faith in us for the one who said we should follow him he has a position in heaven his name and even on earth have you noticed that even you you of all people you are able to torment demons the first time i was able to torment a demon it was very i mean i was very happy because one day a guy came to me it was my friend from school but when we finished school, i don't know what happened he used to drink so much in school and he continued the drinking then he came look i had not seen anything like that i wasn't a pastor i was just a normal christian brother he said he cannot sleep even with all the drunkenness he couldn't sleep i said what he said there is a being that he cannot see that is biting him and he showed me his body the print of the teeth are all over his body he said he could drink so much but when he entered the bed, just one bite, bring all the alcohol goes away. Just one bite. I don't know which kind of demon is that. He needed help. He wanted to come and stay with me where I am. I said, no, I would rather pray for you. Let's go. Let's, let's go. I don't know where the demon is coming. You are coming to lodge with me like that. Who told you? Who told you I have a cage for demon? I don't read demons. So I took him to the old cathedral, polygonal cathedral. Then I said, we should pray. As we started praying, the demon manifested. He started, I said, hey, I was afraid. That was my first time. The demon was screaming. Then I said, hey. Then at a point, I gained confidence. I said, come out, come out. Then demons can trick you. I'm talking about the fact that because of Jesus where he is, because he's our Lord and because we even can use his name to threaten some demons and to have a, a certain power to operate in this life. Hallelujah. So when he said that in the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess, you can test it. You can try it. It's not something that has been said in the Bible for only some specific people. It's for all of us. So what the Bible is saying, whether it's true or not, you need to prove it. You need to prove it. Hallelujah. If what he said, that all power in heaven on earth and under the earth is given to me, if it's not true, when you call his name, nothing like that will happen. But there, right there, my first time, 
the demon manifest. They said, leave me, leave me. They began to talk nonsense. I said, no, you have to leave. At a point, I did not know what to do. Then he, then he said, okay, okay, okay. Then the guy mentioned my name. He said, I'm okay. So I thought that the guy was not knowing that it was, that the thing was. So I just felt that, look, as we are closing, I mean, I want, him to, I want to lead him to receive Jesus. So I said, I, I tapped him, I said, say with me, Lord Jesus. I said, hey, this thing has not gone. When you heard Jesus, I said, hey. So you wanted to trick me. Hallelujah. I'm talking about the Father, what the Bible says is true. Jesus is in heaven. All power is given unto Jesus. And in the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess to the glory of the Father that Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. May the resurrected Lord Jesus, the one who is in heaven, intercede on our behalf. Bible says, for we have an advocate. I say, I say that you sin not. But even if you sin, you have an advocate. Hallelujah. Who intercedes for you? May he intercede for us. Sometimes when he looks at us, our mistakes, he just said, Lord, these are the people I understand. You know, he's been a human being before. Do you understand? So when you are consumed with lust, after you have finished lying, after you have stolen somebody's food, you will just think about it, that, hey, when I also fasted 40 days, if I was not strengthened, maybe I could have also stolen food. Lord, I understand. It's very painful down there, especially during winter. Whatever you eat, it doesn't really go well. <laughs> he understands. Hallelujah. We have somebody who is in heaven. Amen. He ascended into heaven and seated on the right hand. He has power. Hallelujah. There is no power that can override the power of Jesus. Bible says all power belongs to him. I, I, time will not permit. I would have shared a, a lot of testimony with you. To know that Jesus is not just a name that you should tell with. By the name of Jesus and by the reason of who he is in our life and where he is seated. Every problem, every condition, every sickness, may it be broken, may it end in your life now. In the name of Jesus by the power in the name of Jesus. I declare your liberty. I declare your freedom. I set you free from every case and every pain and every condition. In the name of Jesus. Somebody, one of your, your left leg, it's like it's becoming shorter. Let it be restored now. You are limping in your left leg, but be, let it be restored now in the name of Jesus. Whatever you stepped in, whatever multi, whatever it is that is bringing you that pain, it, it is finished this afternoon in the name of Jesus. By the position and where Jesus is seated, I lift my hand and I declare over your life, over your family, over your health, it is well with you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That is why he was able to say to us that when you come to God and you pray, pray in my name. You don't go to a bank and you use the name of the cleaner. When 
when you go to a bank and you need somebody to help you, you say, oh, there's a cleaner here. He says I should come. The cleaner's name doesn't work magic in the bank. But when you go to the bank and you mention the name of the manager or the manageress, it will open a door. How many understand what I'm talking about? It's not every name because some people are not in the right hand of the bank. They are not sitting at a certain place. But Jesus assures us, hallelujah, may your life not be the same. Because of the one you have believed in, he has all power. He is our Lord and he is our Savior. May the Lord lift his countenance upon us. May it be well with you. May the power of the resurrected, the risen Jesus, the one who is in heaven, seated on the right hand of God the Father Almighty, may that one speak on your case. May he speak on your condition. Yes, may he be biased even in your case. You are at fault, but may he wave it. May he say that play on. It doesn't matter any longer. It is Jesus who died, and it is he who pitches our redemption. May you be set free. May you be delivered. May you be free in every condition. In the name of Jesus, whatever has come against you, I declare that this afternoon it ends in Jesus' name. I pray for good health and I pray for strength and I pray for the power of God to manifest in every situation. Father, we thank you. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Stand to your feet and let's go. did not permit i was going to show you how paul and peter in fact asked for paul he, he made it a doctrine he taught that's one of the he, at a point he said the the lord jesus christ resurrected by my gospel the resurrection is my you you saw it you going by you did not talk about it <laughs> you you saw it by he taught all the books he wrote he spoke about the dead the resurrection and the power that is in Christ. In Ephesians chapter 1, when you read the verse number 20, it said, He is seated. Mm? Yeah. Yeah. He's seated in, in heavenly places, far above principalities and powers. No principality can hustle your life. You see, when the Bible says that He is seated, why would He say that He's seated above principalities and powers and rulers and dominion? These are the things that can hustle the life of. But he's saying to us that where Jesus is sitting, he's on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. He has all authority. He has power and a principality, a demon, an evil spirit can never struggle with you. Because the one you have believed in has all power. May this manifest practically in your life. In the name of Jesus, let it be well with you. I said let it be well with you. In Hebrews chapter 12, when Paul wrote, he said, Wherefore I say unto you, that seeing that we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside the weight and the sin that do so easily beside us, and run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the altar and the finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him 
he endured the cross, despising the shame, and is now set on the right hand. Hallelujah! On the right hand of God the Father. Amen. Amen. He said, look at him, look at him. In other words, when you are going through something, don't be worried. Look at the one. He's seated on the right hand. The reason Bible says it's like somebody is chasing you. When two people are fighting, we when you are running, you run and go and hide behind somebody who is strong. So Paul is also telling us that look, whatever you go through in this life, look unto Jesus. He is very powerful. He's seated and he mentioned that he is not just in heaven, he's on the right hand, he has authority. Look at him. He suffered contradiction of sinners. But he endured the cross. He despised the shame and is now set on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. That will be your position. Lift your hand and say, Lord, I call on you by your power. Everything I'm going through ends now. Whatever is not of you and is not from you, I don't carry it any longer. My life is intact by the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, I declare my freedom. I am free. I am healed. I am overcomer. I will live and not die. It is well with me. It is well with my soul. It is well with my body. It is well with my mind. In fact, I have the mind of Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. And we bless you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please. You are in the house. Stand also. Stand, stand, stand. It's not time to sit. Stand as we close. We want to pray together. If you chance by this uh, service on the Facebook and you want to give your life to Jesus, I want you to pray with us as we pray together. Everyone join. Everyone join in the home, wherever. Yes, you can't eat at this time. Can't eat. Put the foot down and just let confess. Look, don't be too spiritual to confess, confess and confess. Anytime we are saying the sinner's prayer, just add yourself. We know you speak in tongues, but just add yourself. You may never know. Hmm? You may never know. <laughs> so, we want to pray together. Lift your hand wherever you are and let's pray. You want to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me and pray for me. I want to believe in him. I don't want to go to hell. I will also want to be in heaven. That is why he said, I'm going to prepare you a place. And when I finish, I will come and take you. Hallelujah. What a joy. Only a person who knows what he's saying can promise you. Nobody can promise you heaven when he's not in heaven. He's going to prepare us a place. Yes. And we have the testimony and the prophecy of David. We have the testimony of the apostles. We have all oh yeah, the confirmation from Stephen. And we have that of Peter and Paul and others telling us that yes, they confirm he's on the right hand. He can save your life. He can deliver you. He can help you because he is on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. In the name of Jesus. Say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, this afternoon, I come to you just as I am. I come to you with all my faults, 
with all my sins and I repent I am sorry the way I have lived my life I confess you Jesus Jesus you are the son of God you died for me you rose again you are in heaven seated on the right hand of God the father you will come again to receive us unto yourself say I believe in you I believe in you I confess you as the Lord the Savior and the master of my soul please write my name in the book of life from today I belong to you I am yours I will serve you I will follow you in Jesus name please help me to know you to love you to walk with you from now to the very end thank you Jesus for saving my life on this international Sunday in Jesus name amen and amen father we thank you for all who have received you this afternoon we pray with them and we pray for them but the grace of God that brings salvation all that has appeared to us will continue till we see your face face to face Lord father we thank you cover us protect us bless us let it be well with us in Jesus mighty name amen we hope you've been blessed by the word of God Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.